This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and we are on episode 47, What Are You Reading? We're going to get to that in a minute, What Are You Reading? But first off, I just want to talk about what's been happening in my life the last little bit. I have been going through some struggle, some push and pull of trying to make that next step. And as I was talking to a friend recently and asking her how she kept moving forward when she was trying to make a step and she gave me the best advice. She said, Becky, always take active listening and active steps forward. Keep moving forward and the path will be shown. And I've thought a lot about that. And I thought, okay, I am moving forward. I'm showing up each day. I'm honoring my commitments. And the path is becoming more clear. The thing that happens often is I get impatient because the path and the direction I go isn't always clear until I know, right? So I have had the opportunity to have someone come in and help me redo my office, update it, clean it up. And Right behind my computer, right behind where I work, there is a sign now that says she designed a life she loves. And I get a look at that every day and think, yeah, I am designing a life that I love. And I have become aware that a lot of us, and I was in this space for many, many years, we're not designing the life that we loved. We were just living the life that we were living. And did you know you could elevate it? You could lift it. You can up-level the life to designing a one that you love. And I have discovered how to do that. And it has to do with the words we put on. I know it sounds so simple, you guys. I used to think so too. But when I pulled myself back and began to become willing to try, everything's changed. I try to use God as my guide today. I try to use mentors and coaches and other people that have what I want. And I try to listen and become an active listener to step forward one step at a time. As I have been working on my purpose and my identity, I have discovered that I not only am a life coach, but I want to be a faith-based life coach, one who teaches and inspires women, especially to create the life they've always secretly imagined on their heart with the power of words. Every time I speak, and I've been speaking more recently, someone always comes up to me and says, I have a desire too. I'm amazed when I share that one of my desires is to speak and to write a book. And every time someone comes up and goes, I have that same desire to speak or write a book. And it's like all of a sudden it's safe for them to acknowledge it. 
And I believe the word effect is first starting out by acknowledging, and then we begin to ask. And, you know, I always ask them the question, well, why aren't you doing that? And they always kind of look and go, huh. The one lady said to me, well, it's because the words I'm putting on. It's the way I talk to myself. It's the way I'm taking care of myself. And you and I don't have to do that anymore. We can make small little changes to create the life that we want. So I'm going to go back to what are you reading? I want you to think about the five people in your life that you spend the most time with. Jim Rohn has said, you are the average of the five people you spend time with. And that means everything if you want your life to count. So think about who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with and why does it even matter? If you're around people that are motivated, that are positive, that are optimistic, you'll find that you'll be motivated, positive, and optimistic. That rubs off. If you're around people that are, let's call them Debbie Downers or always discouraged, toxic, you'll find that you'll kind of go towards that. We have the opportunity to live in a life of suffering or a beautiful state. There's two states, the negative or the positive states. The pathway to the positive or beautiful state is the power of curiosity. So when we're feeling that nudge to do something different, we want to ask ourselves a question. The question is, what are you reading? What are you reading today? What words are you putting on in your life? And I'm going to also include audibles. Because for many of us, reading is through audible, which isn't it amazing that technology allows us to listen to books as we're driving, listens to podcasts like The Word Effect and other amazing podcasts. Now, listen, we can still have fun and we can still listen to fun things and that's something I have to actually work on. My husband has said to me, Becky, you're always reading self-help books, but like you need to read something fun that's just carefree. And that's something I have to work on because I can go really heavy to the self-help and forget to lighten up and forget to relax. And that could be a whole nother podcast episode. We won't focus there. But what are you reading? Words matter. And the words that you're putting on every day, they determine how you feel. So if you're putting on thoughts that are good thoughts, they're going to make you feel differently than if you put on negative thoughts. So if we're putting good words in our mind, we're exercising our mind to look for the good. There's a thing called the reticular activating system. And it's where your brain, when it sees something, it begins to focus there. So if you see a red car and you think, I really like that car, you're going to start noticing more red cars that are the similar make and model because your brain has become attuned to it. The same thing happens when you read or put on words. You will hear something and then have you ever found yourself then sharing what you've heard with the next person? One of the books that I recently read was called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I was reading this book to prepare a message for a retreat that I was going to be speaking at. And it talks about going from your zone of excellence to your zone of genius. And it's called the big leap. And, you know, as I was studying it, 
and reading about it, oh, so many good things happened. And I'll probably touch on that a little bit more in a minute. But what I want to share is the other week I was at a networking meeting and I was asked to do the education moment to stand up and share something. And I said, what words are you putting on? And I encouraged them to check out this book, The Big Leap. I told them a little bit about it. I talked for maybe a minute and then I went on my way. I didn't think anything else about it. Two weeks later, a gentleman in the networking group stood up and said, thank you, Becky, for referring the big leap. It has been life-changing. I have listened to it three times in the last two weeks. And I just thought, wow, oh my goodness. And then another lady said, yes. And after Jason shared about how he liked the big leap and you had shared about it, I decided I wanted to put those words on and I'm reading it right now. And again, I sat in that space and I thought, wow, our words are powerful. We never know the influence we're having on people around us just by the way we share and the way we talk. And if we're putting good into our lives, good, positive, uplifting goodness, we're going to be living more in a beautiful state. And then we can share that. Everything that comes into me, I can then, and I receive, I can then let go and give. If you're putting good in your life, it comes in and it goes. The same can happen if you're putting negative. That's why we want to be careful with the words we're putting on. So I'm going to share a few of the books that I've been reading. They might catch your attention. They might not. That's okay. They're things that matter to me. But I want you to think about the words that you're putting on. I'm going to give you five quick reasons why it matters. When you put on words that matter, you intellect, your intellect is stimulated. Let me say that again. When you put on words that matter, your intellect becomes stimulated. How do we grow a muscle? We exercise it. My biceps are not very strong right now because I'm not exercising them. But if I started lifting weights, they would become stronger. That's the same thing with putting on words. When you begin to exercise your mind, it's stimulated for good. Now, let's think about exercising. Oh, it's hard work sometimes and it feels hard and you can't see the results right away. That's how words are. Sometimes I'm reading these books and the concepts are so amazing, but they feel like they're going just over my head. I can't quite get them. Oftentimes I have to read a book more than once. Or another thing that I found that works really good is listening to the audible and actually reading the book at the same time and underlining it. If I really want to get something that's powerful for my mind, that's just what I've discovered for me. Some people listen to their audible a couple times. Like my friend told me that he'd listen to the big leap a couple times. But we need to exercise our mind just as much, if not more, that we exercise our muscles because our, our brain is actually a muscle and it needs to be stimulated. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to think about the words you're putting on. Number two, your opinion of yourself might drastically improve. As you begin putting the power of words on, you'll be able to learn simple strategies to overcome your obstacles. So the truth is, you guys, we all have obstacles, every single one of us. I was talking to a friend last night and she was telling me about her son that at age two was diagnosed with leukemia and had fought it for three years. 
He's in remission, been in remission for a couple years. He's seven, almost eight years old. She was telling me of this experience. Oh my goodness. But you know what she said at the end? When I hear about what other people are going through, I always think I'll take my own problems. And I've heard that said before. If we were all to meet in a big circle and we all put our problems in the middle, at the end of the day, when we heard everybody else's problems, we'd probably just say, I'll just take my problems and I'll just work on those. How do we do that? It's when we learn to focus on the good in our lives and focus on the blessings in our lives, the miracles. One strategy that I offer in the One Word Way, my ebook that I'm so excited for you to download, and you can go to becomingwithbecky.com forward slash join to get your free copy. And I share three simple strategies of words to put on one word at a time is the and versus but. This concept is so big. I was speaking at a retreat over the weekend, and I had the opportunity to share with the women that feel called to creating and it's called a Disciple Thought Leadership Circle that I'm involved with, where we all feel called to share a message of goodness for him, Jesus Christ. We're all faith-based. I gave them a simple strategy when they feel called to do something great, to start putting on the word and instead of but. And I show them how to do that. And I believe that's what reading words are about. There's a simple book that I love called Maybe Today. It's by David Butler and Emily Bell Freeman. And some of the books that I absolutely love are simple, short, teeny, kind of giftable books. And I love this concept, Maybe Today. And I'm going to try. When I think about if living in just today, it's life-changing for me. And I learn those concepts through reading. And it helps me. Number three, you might gain a mentor or become one as you put on words. Well, that's kind of how I all started to become a coach and to guide people and to teach them the power of words is I started doing it myself. And then I had the thought, why don't you share this with somebody else? Now, I don't know everything. That's why it's becoming with Becky. I have not arrived. I have to practice these things that I share on the regular. But I have found that putting on the power of words makes a difference. Someone that has become a mentor to me just through reading, I've never met her, is Marie Forleo. She is an amazing coach that's doing amazing things in the world and a best-selling author that's written the book, Everything is Figureoutable. And I love those words. And she is mentoring me, even though I've never met her. She mentors me because she has an idea that saying the words, everything is figureoutable is something that each one of us can do. And every obstacle can be found a strategy. And I find myself saying that. Everything is figureoutable. Everything is figureoutable. And I have underlined this book. It's a book that I've read on more than one occasion. But if you're stuck and you want to make a difference, check out this book. It is amazing. Now, she is an Italian and she does have a little bit of a mouth. But if you can get past that, her message is amazing. I think because my husband's part Italian, I just recognize that not everybody talks the same. And I can not judge that, but I look at the content and the content is top notch for me. 
Now, it might not be for you, and that's okay. That's another thing we can remember, that words matter to each and every one of us based on what we're looking for right now. What are you looking for? Number four, you'll likely develop healthier habits, and this will help you feel better every single day. There's another book that I love called The Four Doors. It's by Richard Paul Evans. I love his books. They're short reads. And most of them are fiction, but he has a few books. And this one, The Four Doors, is a guide to joy, freedom, and a meaningful life. And I like it because he gives a simple approach to walking through four doors for a guide to joy and freedom and a meaningful life. And those things matter to me. So again, I have the book. I've read it. I've listened to it. I've underlined it. It's influenced me. It's helping me live a healthier life, developing healthier habits with my mental life, with who I am becoming. He shares simple approaches that have worked for him or for others. And I put on the ones that matter to me. I put those in my life. Not everything, but something. That's what happens oftentimes when we read is we all get something different about it. That's what I love about speaking is I can share a message that's on my heart and different things will resonate with different people because our brains will pick up on the words that we need because we each have that reticular activating system that's going and looking for what we're looking for and it starts putting it on for us. The last idea when you think about what you're reading, the words you're putting on is you'll attract someone positive. You'll attract positive and conscientious people that are doing what you're wanting to do. I'm getting ready to head to another retreat this afternoon. And the people that are coming into my life are because of the books and the things that I'm putting on. I have wanted to get into feminine energy. I've put that into the world. I'm very intrigued by it. I'm going to a retreat all about feminine energy and becoming and living in that beautiful state. And it's like all the things that I've been learning, but I get to develop it more. There's a book called First Kill All the Marriage Counselors by Laurel Doyle. Now it sounds like a funny book title, but oh my heck, I love the words. It talks about doing things differently that so often we want to fix our problems going to a marriage counselor, but the power to change and to become the person we want to is actually an internal job. It's not by fixing the other person. It's by fixing me, fixing me right here. That book I recommend. Another book I recommend is by Russell M. Nelson, Accomplishing the Impossible. He shares what God does and what we can do. I love this book because it gives me a simple approach of what I can do to accomplish the impossible. And then it tells me what God's going to do. And I can realize if I'm in alignment with what God's doing. I also, within my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I love listening to what we call general conference talks or people in our in our faith that leaders that share messages. Most of them are of hope, goodness, but they do offer, offer simple strategies and they do offer ideas. And I love listening to them. After I've listened to them, I find myself sharing those little small messages with my husband, with my family, with those around me. On Sunday, I had the opportunity to teach our women's group at church. And I was talking about miracles. The message I had read from this conference talk 
was, Behold, I am God, a God of miracles. And as I studied that, I felt impressed to share a few miracles that were happening in my life and then ask the women to share about their miracles. And it's fascinating. As we put on words that matter, all of a sudden we're able to share. And everybody in that room, I'm sure, thought of a miracle. Not everyone shared it, but several did, and it was empowering. So this, my friends, is why it matters what you're reading. What words are you putting on? Your intellect will be stimulated. Your opinions of yourself will improve. You'll probably gain a few mentors and you'll probably become one to someone else. You'll likely develop healthier habits. And you'll attract some positive, amazing things into your life. All by becoming aware to the words you put on. So the last book that a dear friend of mine that I have recently become associated through this Disciple Thought Leadership mentoring program that I'm a part of sent me her book, The Bench, A Mother's Imperfectly Perfect Journey, and it's a novel. And the reason I put on these words and I've started reading it, it's by Jen Brewer, is because I told you at the beginning, I have to lighten up sometimes and I have to read something fun. So as I go to this retreat, and this retreat I'm going to this weekend is not one that I'm speaking at. It's one that I'm just a participant at, which I'm so looking forward to, to just go and be a participant and to learn and to learn from others. And in my free time, instead of bringing work stuff, I'm bringing this book, The Bench. I can't wait to tell you more about it. Make sure that you discover what you're reading. Think about the words you're putting on. It's as important as the five people in your life. Think about the last five books you've read. And if you haven't read a book for a while, ask yourself, why not? I spent many years telling myself I didn't have time to read and do those things. And it's not true. Take five minutes, maybe 10. You deserve it. It will change your life. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insights. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today?